Hey, girl, you trying to hit this? Oh, you know exactly what I need. Welcome to <laughs> to another episode of the Two Girls, One Blunt podcast. I'm Hi. your co-host, <laughs> Jamie Lee. And I'm Emily. <laughs> <laughs> and on this episode... Jamie will die. <laughs> Fuck. There was like an Arthur episode where DW had the hiccups and she couldn't stop hiccuping. And he, Arthur told her that she would die from the hiccups, I think. You always tell me I'm going to die on every <laughs> podcast episode. I do. You're this like, has now become a trend. Death. That's death. Despair. Destruction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're twitching one eye. <laughs> like you, um, <laughs> I've had hiccups all night too. You did. Okay. Well, I saw a TikTok and it was saying <laughs> that some people, oh, I, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Guys, make sure you follow, follow us on at two girls, one blunt pod on Instagram. We have a lot of you listening. And not, not a lot of you following us on Instagram. <laughs> so um, it's at two girls, one blunt pod. And we love you. And also write us a, a five star written review. Um, and if you write the review and then you DM us, um, I'll, I'll send you a picture of my titties. <laughs> I'll match that. Will you? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> we'll send you pictures of our titties. <laughs> We're whoring ourselves out for reviews because that's what the critics say. We're just two whores <laughs> who are vulgar and don't deserve a podcast. Um. Okay, so the viral TikTok. <laughs> okay, the Tiki Talkie. Um, the Tiki Talkie. Uh, there was a person and they were like, people can smell ants. Can you smell ants? I cannot smell ants. I can smell rain on the pavement. I can smell rain. But not ants. Not ants. <laughs> But apparently, wow. Um, <laughs> I'm embarrassed. Do we have to record another time? No. Um, you're going to get through this. My eyebrow always does that. Jamie Lee! Ah! And Mickey, I was going to scare her. We'll no. find out. Um, so apparently, like, some people can smell ants, and some people can't smell ants. And honestly, <laughs> I have the hiccups, but I wish I could smell ants. Like, I feel like that'd be a superpower. You'd be like, there's ants. They're the coming. <laughs> no, imagine it when we had an ant infestation, if we could smell them. Oh, that'd it, be gross. And it just smelled like garbage or something. I went on Reddit, and this is, like, a thing. Other people were talking about it. Smelling ants? Smelling ants. Like, going back to, like, oh, 2015, I there were threads. <laughs> And people said that they either smelled lemony or like blue cheese and vinegar. Ew. Which none of those. Lemon is good. Lemon smells like a clean scent. And then somebody said that the smaller ants smell worse. And a couple of people like echoed that statement. So I was like, interesting. Interesting. Very. Very interesting. Ants are weird. They can carry so much shit. How, How does, like, where does it start? Though someone being able, fucking hiccups, someone being able to smell ants. Like, did we need that for some reason back in the day as cavemen? Fucking hiccups. If it helped us, because ants, don't they eat like our food? So what if we knew the ants were coming and then we could hide our food so we had food? Exactly. So maybe that's part of our gene DNA. DNA is so weird. There are some like. I'm smart. I studied bio. Oh, <laughs> I failed biology twice. I failed chem. Oh, I failed chem. <laughs> also, my boyfriend's mom, he, I kind of got mad at him the other day. This is so out of the blue, but he uh, texted me while he, he was at his family's for Christmas. And they were like, uh, he was like, my mom's listening to your podcast right now. <laughs> I've met her once for like mm-hmm. an hour. Yeah. And I was just like, I literally talk about the worst shit on here. <laughs> and this woman is going to be so horrified. And um, 
she ended up just being like, those funny comedians. But uh, right? I thought it was the end of the world. So every time now that I like say things on here, I'm like, who's listening? <laughs> Is Michelle Obama? Yeah. That was a side note. I couldn't believe someone's mom that I'm associated with listen, listen to this. I love that. I only want that support from now on. If you don't show your mom the podcast, it's not love. Um, is it love? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I feel like that's hatred. You're trying to ruin this relationship. No. Um, but yeah, fucking genetic quirks, man. Like cilantro tastes like soap to me. That's so weird. Some people, when they eat asparagus, they have asparagus pee. Some people don't have asparagus pee. I have the wor- worst asparagus pee. My dad does, but I don't. It's fucking horrendous. Asparagus pee is foul. I- it's vile. It's like, putrid. You don't ha- you don't smell asparagus when you pee Mm-mm. after you eat it. Mm-mm. Can you just not smell it or like no? Because I smell it when other people pee, but I don't have it. Like I've asked my dad oh, so after you're... I've eaten asparagus. Wait, I'm gonna have to test this out. Okay. I'm gonna make us asparagus, I love and, then asparagus. and then I'm gonna, and smell just gonna your... go in my bathroom. <laughs> I don't want to smell your pee. Picture this: you've been seeing partner for a while yeah it's your first time showering uh-huh not only are they a, a shower pisser but they have asparagus pee now you're trapped in a hot shower a steam a of asparagus oh! pee has that happened to you i was the peer oh of course you were of course of you course. Were. so now and we know that miggy pees in the shower oh yeah 100 percent. okay I, if you don't pee in the shower where do you pee how do you hold it that's natural you yeah know. but I forgot that I had eaten asparagus and then it started to come out just because of a bodily reaction. I, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh my God. Okay. So, so picture this, a guy's going down on you and you had asparagus that day and he, oh, make, and he makes you squirt. Oh, oh no. <laughs> and you have asparagus squirt. That's yellow. It's oh. green. Oh, <laughs> And that never happened to me. But, I'm but just, picture it. But picture, picture it. <laughs> I hope you guys are picturing it. From- no, it did happen to me after eating buttered popcorn, like movie theater popcorn at the movies. And the then someone made like me it? squirt. No, someone made me squirt. And it was like popcorny. You know what my ex used to always say? I don't know if I've said this before, so I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself. But my ex used to say that when I squirt, it smelled like Honey Nut Cheerios. And I don't know what that says about my dietary habits. I so love honey I nut Cheerios. I like honey nut Cheerios. Did you say that's what I call a nut? Yeah. I feel like my just my vagina just always smells different. It's a surprise every day. I open up my pants. Well, the worst part is the sex I'm having now is rough that I bleed after, and so then then it just it like triggers like, a period. It, it's so annoying. It, yeah, and it's like it smells. It's every time's the first time because it's long distance. Yeah, and then. I just have like strong pussy odor. There's like pussy and then there's strong pussy. Yeah. It's the same smell, but it's a little like, and it's because it smells like coppery. I was about to say, when you're bleeding, you get like that iron taste yeah. and it tastes like copper. And I'm literally yeah. like, ugh, sorry. It's it's not bad. It's just, you're like, that's pussy. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like. That's a real woman right there. Yeah. One time I ate a girl out and that's how it was. <laughs> That's what it feels like to drive like, a Ford F one fifty. And then she, she got her period in the morning, and I was like, "That, that makes, makes sense. sense." But I fucking took it like a champ. I was like, "Hell yeah!" Once you're down there, you just gotta go for it. Yeah. Although I did my, once stop giving a guy head, I like went down, and the smell of sweat and stale sweat was so in my face. I was like, I'm going to hurl on your dick. You need to shower immediately. Like, this is not okay. I cannot do this. Mr. Robotongue, uh, like, I'll be like, oh, let me give, I was like, I'm going to give you head. He's like, you don't want to do that. I've been sweating and I've been sitting here and he showers so much. And I'm literally like, I'm sure your balls don't smell that bad. I made him pull his pants down and let me smell his balls. Was it bad? No. Okay. He was like, I was like, I can tell that you've been sitting there. Like, I, I know your smell and I know, like, you know what I mean? But I was like, but that's natural. To me, I'm like, oh, pheromones. <laughs> no, there's nothing <laughs> there's, wrong with there's like smelly balls though. after a workout. Like, that can be fine. Yeah. But, if you're like just like sitting in it for days and then you try to make someone give you head, that's foul. Yeah. yeah. That's or like, not okay. <laughs> like, I don't think I would want to suck someone off 
after a club night of dancing and I'm just thinking about it and I'm like, oh. how many times have I done that? Also, don't guys like tuck their dick into the toilet while they shit? So like you're getting the backsplash oh. all up on your dick. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I hold it when I go in public. Like, your like, poop? Like a precious, no, no, no. Like I hold my penis like a precious little royal baby. <laughs> So, so it doesn't go. That's in, so funny. Or, or like rub up against like the porcelain or like the. Oh seat my god! Because that's how you get herpes. Should I call Mr. Robo Tongue? Yeah. I'm to not ask gonna him let about him. his pooping habits. No, I'm just gonna ask him about has his dick ever touched the water? I mean, hopefully he's soft while he's pooping. <laughs> hey. I have an important question. Okie dokie. When you take a shit, does your dick ever hit the water of the toilet seat? Like, I mean, the water in the toilet bowl? Um, <laughs> no, because I'm usually flaccid. That's <laughs> Wait, I, but have you ever been hard and then took a shit? No, because if it's hard, it's standing up straight. It's not hanging down. Do you tuck your dick into the to- into the toilet bowl while you shit? Or do you hold it like a precious newborn baby between your legs? You don't, you don't really hold your dick while you shit. It just Miggy holds. does. In public. I don't want it to I don't want any contact with a public toilet, so I I make sure it's firmly in my hands. <laughs> firmly grasped. Well, that's, that's, I, I guess that's different. <laughs> I can't really think of the last time I shit in public, but when I shit at the house, I kind of just take my, pull my pants down and sit down. <laughs> and it just follows? Yep, kind of just hangs there. It's kind of like if a cat, I mean, if a dog's just standing there not moving, the tail just hangs. <laughs> that makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> Well, you just made your first debut on Two Girls, One Blunt. Thank you for your participation. Hope you have a good day. Um, All right. Talk to you later, babe. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) That was Mr. Robotong weighing in on the very serious question. Does your dick hit the toilet seat? Because I'm like, he has a big dick. Like, it definitely would hit the water. He's definitely also experienced, like, when you flush the toilet and you feel the water that comes down from the sides. Does it it, feel like a vacuum sucking your dick down? No, no, no. Sometimes the water... No, no, no. Sometimes the water will, like, splash on the tip of your dick or... or Depending on the size of the toilet, like I've had. Oh my God. I've had the waterfall on the tip of my dick. In 2022, ladies, we are not sucking dick unless that thing is fully washed. You go in the bathroom, you watch them like they're they're in in prison and taking their clothes off. (laughs) And and then you say, I want you to do like like you would shampoo twice. And you just fucking jerk off the the shampoo, the soap. Mm-hmm. And you make sure they get in all the crevices. Maybe get a little rag for some razzle. Man, yeah, they fucking go in there with their balls and then make sure they go back to the taint area. Oh, yeah. Maybe even get the butthole while get you're the, at and it. And then finger their butthole. <laughs> we should be doing that for courtesy anyway, man. Let's do that in 2020. Yes. yes. Clean you. your dicks yeah. in 2022. Clean your dicks. Yes. That's if my you new got motto. a dirty dick, my mom used to call it a dirty dinky. And no one wants a dirty dinky in 2022. You don't want to be a stinky want, dinky. No. no. Yeah, a stinky dinky. That's what it was mm-hmm. a stinky dinky if you got stinky dinky get the fuck out of town and if you but listen i feel like girls are allowed to say that and guys are not allowed to say that yeah about because girls i feel like always go into the bathroom right beforehand and like use a little hand soap or something like freshen up yeah because i think guys assume though when women's pussy doesn't smell like I guess I could say nice yeah. right that it's dirty and it's really not it literally has to do with pH level like a pH in a water acidic versus basic like if you nut in a girl her pussy's gonna smell a little weird after yeah because the pH is off and yep. so you're fucking up her pH and now she doesn't smell good and you're putting it on her so now you're mad at her yeah or like period blood or different like things that you drink and eat and like it's you could be a hundred percent clean healthy she could be washed perfectly dried the difference is if a guy's dick stinks and his balls stink it's because he's dirty it's not because of like natural things it's because he's fucking dirty so um you're not allowed to comment on a woman's vagina but we're allowed to comment on your dicks
I'll never forget Smegma Dick as long as I live. Were you the one with Smegma Dick or Tyler? I don't have. Oh, yeah, I was with him. You were with the guy that you pulled his, his foreskin, foreskin down. down? And then I was like, you're going to shower. You're done. You're done. <laughs> you're done. Smegma. Parmesan cheese on his penis. Uh, <coughs> Except You know when I start gagging, I can't stop, Emily. Hold on. All right. Um, okay. Moving on to the next the subject. Beach, the beach, puppies, cats. <clears throat> I am crying. All right. So moving right along. Uh, <laughs> I went well. Do you feel like totally changing the subject from, you know, dick cheese? Um, do you feel like celibacy is becoming more mainstream now? Yeah. Yeah. I, <clears throat> I think it has to do with... Uh, spirituality becoming more mainstream. I agree. People are way more concerned and aware of like themselves in the universe and how they want to be and how they want to interpret energy and put it out into the world. And I think also celibacy back in the day, like a lot like being abstinent used to be for like religious reasons, like Mm -hmm. waiting until marriage because that's what's between a man and a woman. And it's like, you shouldn't, you should be pure and religion and all this shit. Whereas now I feel like people are being celibate because they need to heal. Yeah. Like they're recognizing that. And they can't do that by sleeping with other people. And this isn't pressure that's being put on them. This is something pressure they're putting on themselves to to be a a better person and to spend time with themselves. Yeah. Now I literally look at people who have issues and I'm literally like, this would all be fixed if you for at least six months were celibate. You don't even realize how much your life would change if you just stopped and stopped dating and talking to the opposite sex in any way. And even if somebody hits on you and you like the attention, you have to be so committed with yourself to be like, no, I'm not taking this attention. I'll take it in six months. And if that person doesn't want to wait, then they're not worth your attention in the first place. Exactly. It helps you figure out who's for you and who's not. Who you want to be. Yes. Where you want to be. Where you need to heal even more because you're like, wait. Because you're alone and you're feeling everything. And when you're denying people's advances and you're not sleeping around, you're not like going to the club looking for someone to date, but you're going to the club to have a good time and dance and you like approach it differently. Mm -hmm. And then you start to pick up on situations and you're like, oh, old me would have reacted in this way. And like, I would have been all over that guy who's actually a piece of shit now that I just took a step back and observed because I'm not trying to fuck. Yeah. And I think a lot of the times, like, I feel like there's always that one girl who breaks the guy's heart and then he's like, I'm done. And then he like sleeps around or like does whatever. And and girls do this too. So it's not just guys, but I feel like now guys get so butthurt after a breakup. They do. They really do. For years. They hold that for the rest of their lives. And they're like, I can never be in a committed relationship because when I was 14, (laughs) Susie kissed another boy when we were dating for a week and I'll never believe in love again. (laughs) love isn't real but now guys like want to heal their shit too which is awesome that men are opening up about mental health and what affects them and they're like maybe i do need to take a step back and look at myself because even if you're not the toxic one what energy are you attracting into your life and why are you attracting that energy yeah what is it about that that attracts you to that person Mm -hmm. that maybe is not allowing you to move on in your life and grow and find somebody who will treat you the way you want to be treated. Yeah. I always heard of like celibacy mostly with like women who are more on the innocent side. Like you would expect them to be celibate, but like coming from a former hoe um, who decided to go celibate, it was life changing. And then now once we started talking about it on the podcast, I realized that there's so many guys who have come out to us saying like thank you for talking about celibacy like and making it normal and i've been wanting to do that so like there's i'm seeing on tiktok and in conversations that i'm having and in my dms and on the podcast and everything about a lot more men being like i don't i should stop sleeping around like why am i just having this mindless like sex that i am not into this person it's not making me feel good no and i think all that ties into it being more appropriate and like socially acceptable to f- work on your mental health, which is you awesome know, for men and women. Awesome. No, I feel like I totally agree with you. The argument I get a lot when I'm talking about this to people is like, they're like, well, I'm not dating anyone right now. I'm just having sex. Like I'm, it's not really a thing. Like I just need sex because I have 
urges and needs or whatever. Like that's like a big argument. And I'm like, but what you don't, what you're not seeing or recognizing is how much that sex will affect you. No, what they're not recognizing is the reason they have those urges and they just need to have sex and they can't give up sex is literally because of their own trauma. Whether they need to feel validated, like they get validation through sex or feeling that feeling of love. It's like a sense of closeness without the intimacy. Mm. Like all of the reason that you need sex is literally because you have trauma because you are not healed. And (laughs) if that triggers you, it means you're not healed. If that angers you and you're like, nope, I'm telling you, I can just have sex without it meaning anything or it just being more than sex. Because when I was hurt and I, after I was sexually assaulted and after I was going through so much stuff and I finally broke up with my high school sweetheart after dating him for eight years, Mm -hmm. I just like, and I lost all this weight. So it was the first time I was seen by guys at college, all this stuff. I just started sleeping fucking with everyone. Which we we are fully supportive of hoe phases. Which is hoe phases, I think it's good and I'm glad I did it. But I, I guess, validated my actions because I was like, I feel empowered. I'm taking back my body and my choice and I'm confident for the first time. And I want to like, which is all things that I wasn't confident in doing. That's awesome. Before, which is great. But I, I uh, didn't see and I denied any part of it being with me not being healed. Like I did now looking back and after I stopped having sex, I looked back at myself and my old choices and I was like, oh shit, you were really just hurt. Mm-hmm. You really just wanted at the end of the day to feel wanted. And yeah. I like put made it all about being empowered and confidence and all this stuff, which that side was true. But the other was also true because now yeah. that I, when I stopped having sex and I started gaining self-love and, and inner confidence and being alone in my space, the celibacy was almost like an afterthought because I had so much self-respect and like so much love for myself. I was like, I don't want to accept anything that's like low vibrational and people who don't really care about me. And so it became really easy to weed people out and not have sex. Not that having sex means you don't respect yourself, but there's certain situations where I know like I love a lot of my girlfriends and they fuck dudes who literally are pieces of shit and treat them like shit and and what that tells those dudes is that they don't respect themselves. Yeah. It's not that they don't like you know what I mean like their actions are saying that to the guys. So guess what they keep the guys keep doing? They keep being shitty. Mhm. I don't know. We we're ta- I've been talking to there's certain people in my life right now and I just really think they can't they should be celibate and I don't think they realize how much it will help them and watching them make decisions with like who they sleep with. And like things like that, I'm kind of like, and not judgmental because I love them and I don't like care, mm-hmm. but I care in the sense of, I just know they're like giving away their power and their energy and they'd feel much happier and learn a lot and be, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause it, that they don't realize that like their weekend lives are affecting their regular life of like what they want to accomplish like it all ties in. It's not separate. It's not like you go to work nine to five and you fuck people on the weekend and those don't coincide like they do. Yeah. You're still the same meat sack <laughs> the, whole, the whole time. Yeah. Okay. So inevitably with any like movement about growing and healing yourself, there's going to be people who co-opt it and sort of turn it almost into like a bad thing. So what I feel like is going to happen is guys are going to see celibacy and this has happened to me as a challenge and they're going to see that person who's being celibate I guess girls could do it too they're going to be like oh well I can I'm get them different I can get them I can get them to break and it's like well you're already bringing in that energy that someone who's working on themselves and is really trying to heal those things they're going to see that and be like what the fuck are you doing? Like you're making this a competition for my body. I think, I think I felt that because when I chose to have sex this summer after like waiting that long, Mm -hmm. I felt like it was because that person had good intentions and liked me and wanted something because I set the expectation of like, I'm not doing this unless the goal is to get to know each other and and have that. Mm -hmm. But also I'm like moving. So I don't expect it, but like, I don't know. And then when I moved, was about to move and they were like, oh, I don't think I can, you know what I mean? Pulling back. Yeah. I was like, oh, it was just 
like for your ego. Like it was just for you to win me mm-hmm. with no regard to to me to me and yeah. why I made this stance and why I chose to sleep with you. Which is also like a disrespect so, on another level. Yeah. And so that's how I felt. Um, and then well, now we're dating. So <laughs> turns out he had good intentions. We all sometimes just struggle with. I mean, distance in itself is hard. Like, so the thoughts of that. Yeah. There's doubt creeping in, you know, it's hard. I think when things start to get serious too with someone, all of the doubts start to come in. Oh, yeah. And then it's like whether or not you can choose two paths. You can choose to go down fear and like wonder what if or what could happen in a negative way. Or you could be like, well, what if it worked out? What if I like none of these issues or problems and I have a great relationship. And so I just choose to always like focus on the positive because I have so much negative in my past. If I focus on the negative, like, holy fuck, everything would go wrong. Me walking down the street would go wrong. I'd walk down the street and then get ran over and then splashed. And then my leg would break like at the same time. (laughs) And then I would get a call that like somehow I'm being sued by the IRS. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) It just keeps going. But I think you're right. I think it could totally be weaponized. I think also guys could, and women, I guess, people could lie and be like, oh, I'm celibate, and then tell you that so they think, so you think that they're not sleeping around, and then that person's really just a giant hoe. (laughs) I know. I could totally see some people doing that. Yeah. So it's hard. You have to really, like, look at people's actions. Absolutely. Not what they're saying. Although sometimes what they're saying, you have to take at face value. Like, I feel like if guys are like, I'm an asshole, you should, you should listen to them. Yes. If they say that they, they are an asshole. Yes. Believe them. Believe them. (laughs) I think that's the thing too, is as I started healing, I started realizing so many things in normal situations, people's reactions, what they would say, how they would say it, things that I thought were normal. I'm now realizing as like a more healed person, how like that is a representation of them being unhealed too. Yeah. And so like when you choose to be celibate, I think the importance is like you are now making those like recognitions in your head of when you would normally have sex or when you would normally flirt with somebody at a bar or like you would like them hitting on you, right? Mm-hmm. And you would go with it. And I'm not just going to talk to this person and see where it goes. I had to actively shut that part of me off and be like, no, I'm not going to talk to them. I'm going to let them know I'm celibate and I'm not looking to date anyone. I'm not interested. If you want to be friends, cool. And if they disrespected that, just stop talking to them altogether. And as I started doing that, I started seeing how guys would try to manipulate their way in. You know, like I started seeing how other people would manipulate other people because I just became the observer in all situations. And then I was healing things in me that I didn't even realize were issues. Mm-hmm. So then when I, when I heal it in me, now I'm seeing that specific aspect in other people. And it's crazy. So I think there's so many people who don't even realize what's happening. And I think that's what celibacy can teach you is literally just an awareness, a self-awareness oh, yeah. and a situational awareness. And even if it's just for like six months, you don't have to fucking do it forever. Like we all like sex. I'm getting pounded. I'm getting my fucking pussy pounded out <laughs> now. All right. And it's great, but I'm so happy I did that. Yeah. I needed that. And I just like want that for my friends. I'm like, it's so easy months. to get caught up in the lust and then forget everything else. Oh my God. I used to get caught in the lust. You could tell me anything. You could be like, I want to spend, I could just met you and you'd be like, you're beautiful. I've never met anyone like you and I want to have your babies. And I literally be like, we're going to have babies and get married. Oh my God. (laughs) And I'm literally like, now if someone said that to me, I'm like, Ooh, that's a red flag. I'm literally like, I'm like, ew, you tell people that like, fuck. Yeah. It's gross. Or when people come on too strong, I'm like, ah, yeah. What are you doing? It's like, I used to love feelings. Right. And now when I had celibacy, now I'm like almost more in protection of mine. Yeah, like, like I'm, I'm kind of like afraid to say like deeper emotions, hmm. you know, because then it's like, well, you've been sort of closed off. So it is hard to like open back up once you are ready. I can see that. No one wants to get hurt. Yeah. So even though I was celibate, it didn't fucking heal all of that, you know. No, it's not a be all and end all. It will not cure <laughs> all of your trauma. I hate to say it, but it will help might help you start your journey. It definitely helps. 
All right. <sighs> I know. I feel like I need another coffee. I know. I feel like I need a. And I'm going to have to do like other work after this. And so Shot like, of this epinephrine. Is a, this is a lot of. Uh, <clears throat> okay. But with celibacy and with spirituality and all these things that are kind of like on the forefront of social media and topics right now. Yeah. I think it's because we're all healing. We had COVID. It just changed the game for all that, which I'm like, I'm very excited about. But I think what some people may get caught up with, and I see a lot on TikTok, is toxic positivity. Oh, my God. Like, there's this newfound, like, thing where everyone's, like, life has to be perfect. And you specifically see this in the MLM community. Oh, my God. The MLM community and their toxic positivity is too much for me. For anyone who doesn't know what MLM means, it's multi-level marketing. So think of doTERRA. um, Avon. Avon. Mary Kay. Right? All of those. Vector. Um, isogenics. I, I, and I, I, this is coming from a former network marketer. I love network marketing actually like in general, but I think that there's an issue with it. And the issue is toxic positivity. And that's why I had to quit because it was just like with isogenics, it's all of these like women who post like how perfect their life is and Mm -hmm. they've lost so much weight and their boyfriend is amazing and all this stuff. And meanwhile, their boyfriend is literally like struggling with like, I don't know, shit back blackmailing their family. Like they're like, their life is falling apart, but on social media, everything's perfect and every caption is perfect. And it's like, that's not reality. No. And I used to, um, I met somebody in network marketing and she had infectious energy. It was like she walked into a room and was a ball of sunshine and every, I just watched how everyone gravitated towards her and she could make anyone feel good from her nail salon, like lady to like anyone. And that's a good trait to have. And I loved that. And that's she a good taught trait. me how to think positively for the first time in my life, which is super important, which was life changing for me. Super important. But I also like made a lot of my humor came from darkness, embracing the darkness, you know, and with network marketing and the whole group, it was like, I wasn't, I felt like I wasn't allowed to have that darkness. I wasn't allowed to like be upset or have anxiety. It was like, no, like promote like the good things happening. And it was just this toxic environment that I felt like I couldn't even feel with everything in life. There's, there's balance. You have to have your yin and your yang. Yeah. Like everything. So you can't always be happy because if you're only feeling the happy things, you're just bottling up the negative shit. And when a bottle is put under pressure, it's going to fucking explode. So sooner or later, it's all going to come out. So either it's a torrential outpour that could potentially destroy relationships, your family, social standing. But what was I saying? (laughs) A bottle bursts (laughs) under pressure. Yeah. Like it either comes out fucking crazy or that's it. There's no other option. So yeah. you could fucking let it out slowly and steadily and not destroy yourself and allow yourself to feel those things. And you can still be positive throughout it. Yeah. I was just so sick of like network marketing people telling me that's a story you're telling yourself or like, like think of the positives in this situation. Like be grateful, blah, blah, blah. And I'm somebody who practice gratitude daily and, uh, and tries to think positively, but there's a, ch- chance where sometimes you have to be like you know what this situation fucking sucks like this isn't good now let me feel that and now let me change the situation but it doesn't like you can't pretend the situation doesn't suck and hide it yeah i think i feel like when positivity started becoming like a movement people started learning about it like when you were talking to your friends, like there were always those people who were like, Oh, well it's not so bad. Like things are going to go great for you. Like all of this positivity, but like listening one Oh one is empathizing with the person. Yeah. That does suck right now. You are allowed to feel that there will be things that will get better. So it will be okay right now. It's not. Yeah. And that's also okay. I think too, though, it's like, cause I do definitely have like a more positive outlook on life now than I did before. Like I was always in the negative and like the person we were talking earlier about somebody who's like Mm -hmm. constantly negative and Mm -hmm. like a victim in that situation. Yeah. Right. Like I was always a victim 
And so anytime somebody was like, hey, this, look at how the situation could turn positive, I was immediately brushing them off. Like, you don't fucking know. You don't understand my situation. You haven't been through what I've been through. You're not experiencing homelessness right now and not being able to eat. Like, you don't fucking get it. There's no, like, light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. So I was so cut off to positivity and thinking in a different way that I wasn't even able to, like, get my hat out of my own ass. Yeah. You know? So there's, like... There's a balance where it's like sometimes people like that stuff's all true. Like those situations when I started thinking positively and my life changed like that was good. But it's like where is the level of like when it becomes toxic? Like it's too much positivity and you should ignore what that person's saying versus when you should listen. I was watching a Grey's Anatomy episode where these two girls met in the burn unit and they became best friends. They both had like horrific burns from being in car accidents. And one of the girls started just being like very toxic positivity. She's like, no matter what happens, it's fine. We were alive. That's all that matters. And she was super positive. And one of the girls ended up having like three of her fingers cut off and she started yelling. She was like, you know what? Not everything is okay. Like, I am not okay right now. I'm losing my fucking fingers. And you're like, well, at least you're alive. Well, I don't want to be alive right now. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like that's where it hits that level where you're constantly just telling that person, no matter what they're going through, that you're invalidating them. Yes. That their feelings don't matter. Yeah. And that's where it hits the level of toxicity. That's where, that's what I was struggling with. I was like, I felt like I couldn't be heard. I was like... I don't want all of my social media to be like, life is great and let's lose weight. I want it to be like, my life is falling apart right now. (laughs) But you know what makes it a little bit easier? The fact that I don't have to fucking cook and I can eat this shake that gives me everything that I fucking need. Because otherwise I was going to Dunky six times a day and having fucking snack wraps at McDonald's. Oh, I love, oh, oh I miss those. those chicken Caesar ones. Uh-huh. So no, good. The ranch ones too. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, oh God. Those snack wraps were great. Why did they get rid but of them? But you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, there was just so many, I don't know. I forget what I'm saying. I said, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I don't. Do I know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like to have ADHD brands and fucking be high while we're talking. But it just, it is a denial of reality. I think it's an invalidation of people's feelings. So like, I think there's a way to like be positive and show a good outlook without just invalidating those around you. Yeah. I agree. My motto has always been, it gets better. And I feel like that's just like, it acknowledges that things are not okay now, but that things will be, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like Jamie's uh, hiccups. They're they got better. Now. Where'd they go? Is it after you scared her? I don't know, but they're gone now. Yay. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, we're stoners. <laughs> Duh. And I just, I feel like, and the title is Two Girls, One Blunt. I guess we are on year two. So um, we're switching to glass. <laughs> I saw the dopest glass from Get Chilled. Um, I don't know what I'm doing. But I saw this like dope um, jellyfish like glass on somebody's story. And I want to get into like glass blowing would be fun. Like learning how to make our own bongs and stuff. That'd be so cool. Oh, wait. If you're watching, what I just did is when you light a bowl, if you cup your hand and you just like hit it on it, it will get all of the stuff out. Works like a charm. Wow. I've been, I've I've been like, how do I get this out? I've been using other things to scoop. And I just did that like, in like muscle memory from yeah. back when I used to smoke bowls. Cause now I'm starting to smoke bowls again. Cause I just feel like I get more high. So we're going to pack this, but I want to light the last little section that's in there. But um, we were sent a care package by Hayes Radio, and we got something that we'd never tried before, and we texted Tyrese, who is our fantastic friend over at Hayes Radio with his podcast, um, and he was like, girls, that here. He's like, ladies, that's freaking hash. And he was like, just put it in a bowl and you'll get super high. You're going to love it. So we kind of wanted to try it out on air, so to speak. Wait, do we have hash? Yeah. Is that what we're going to smoke? Yeah. Oh, I just packed a bowl. Uh, sprinkle some on top. Book it. Wash that bowl down with some hash. We have those like one hitter things too. What are these? 
I was looking we, at that. They sent you like disposable glass it's blunts. A, it's a disposable glass, like blunt one hitter. Then you were like, oh, that's fun. But they're pre packs. It's an American chillum. I love that. So you literally, like, if you're listening, I guess I'll just describe it. So it's glass, it's like four inches. The top. <laughs> has weed in it but it's plugged with like a cork and then there's like a little hole at the bottom like a chillum i guess that you would smoke and then you just light it and that must that must be a a smooth ass hit and then wait what if we put this on top of this the weed because we have this shit that looks kind of like moon rocks moon rocks are like i thought it was moon rocks nugs in Dipped in oil and then covered in keef. And that's kind of what it looks like. Like it looks. But they're just really keefy. small. Yeah. But we're going to put some in the chillums and then. And smoke <laughs> Get these. fucked up. Hold that up to the camera too. Dude, I would have never have smoked this shit. Like put- when I first started, I was like taking one bowl hit and being like, wow, I'm so high. <laughs> What was the first time you guys were like, damn, I'm high, high? When I thought I saw a demon child and it climbed on my back and choked me. Off of weed? Off of weed. Oh, are we each smoking one? Yeah. Shit. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Hold on. Can I like put... I wish I had cheers to put the mic in. Hold on, actually. Hold okay. On. You got this. <laughs> Here we go. Emily, put it in your cleave. Oh, wow. That first hit. Holy moly. Put it in your cleave. Wow. Wow, it's so smooth. And you don't like glass? I like this. I want to keep this. Me too. I like this. And just repack it. Emily, tell us about your first time being high, high. (laughs) me and my friends used to go out in the parking lot in front of our dorm in one of our cars but specifically my friend Kayla's car her name was Ange not Kayla Kayla's name was Kayla the car's name is Ange and we would go out in Ange and we would open the moonroof and get high off of like two bowls there were three of us and we would get stone and we would just stare up at the moon and tell each other ghost stories I love that and like that's all we would do for hours like picture a snowstorm we're snowed in her car. None of the wind, all of the windows are covered with snow and we're just cozy. It was so nice. I miss I love, my friends. Yeah. I love that. That's sweet. We would just get high in like the dorm room. I didn't really start smoking. I smoked a little in college. I smoke a lot now. <laughs> Do you now? <laughs> I feel like I really like this. This is amazing. Who is this? I think this is just the name of a party, but it says Zodiac. Yeah, who's the um? MJ Biz Twenty Twenty One Sensei presents Fairchild Ch- events. We're gonna have to figure out who makes these because these are dope. If it's, we can figure it event, out, it's an event place, which means they bought this as merch, which means we can we get could these buy this as merch. and put a sticker on it that says two girls, one blunt." These are so nice. Whoever makes these, we love you. Yeah, do you got this booby like thing? Oh yeah. We're preparing for Stony Baloney. <laughs> I feel like this is a this is Stony Baloney. Should we just start Stony Baloney? Let's get into it. Okay, the review is out for the hash. You get baked. Oh, do you burn yourself? No, I got too much into it. Yeah. <laughs> anyone who's watching, this will make no sense to anyone. Oh, sorry, we were <clears throat> doing our thing. All right, we're gonna play things. So the name of the game, I am going to tell the girls things they don't want to hear in certain situations. So as an example, I would say things you don't want to hear while you're on the toilet. Uh, There's a fire. Fuck, there's a snake. Fair enough. (laughs) I would not like to hear any of those things. (laughs) Something I wouldn't want to hear when I lost my child. At a Toys R Us. He's dead. Epstein, is that you? (laughs) (laughs) 
And we're back. Am I? This is good. Okay. How do I get it out though? Things, <laughs> things people say when they're high. <laughs> Yo, I think it's the hash. <laughs> yeah. It was good. I'm just in a silly, goofy mood. I'm crying She's in a silly, now. Goofy mood. I'm crying now. I always heard. Ha- I always thought hash was a myth. That was just fake weed. Mm. Don't cry. Don't cry. I was just kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, back to the uh, things people do when they're sad. She's winning. She's winning again. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I'm okay. Your feelings are valid. I'm going to take another hit. <laughs> I have another thing for you. Going back. It's our first time getting high. Things people do when they're high, but they're not a regular smoker. Sit still in silence while the world spins around you. Um, think everyone's out to kill them. Mm. Things not to say in an obituary. Yeah, she fucked my ass real good. <laughs> Actually, I feel like I would like that in my obituary. <laughs> what not to say in an obituary? Yeah, I said, who is this again? <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, She's like, there's no way anybody would say that. Um, <laughs> who was this bitch? <laughs> yeah. Things people masturbate to when no one's looking. Their moms. Children. <laughs> uh, moms and children moms and children yeah the two top things that shouldn't turn you on if they're your own or children at all i mean <laughs> let's cut that out <laughs> things you should say to lose your relationship yeah i fucked, I fucked your, dad. your brother <laughs> yeah I, I always think about that would i be mad if my brother fucked Actually, yeah, I would be. Sorry. <laughs> Things you should say to keep to keep your relationship. Yeah, I'll fuck your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Um, you can fuck whoever you want. <laughs> you get a hall pass. Things you shouldn't say in bed. Oh my God, it's so little. Uh, um. Um. Um, I, I wouldn't like to hear that in bed. Yeah. <laughs> like as they're staring at you. Um, um, uh, I, I just sharted <laughs> and it was a wet one. I'm about to nut. Um, <laughs> Wait on. I have HPV. <laughs> Actually, I'm shedding. Sorry. <laughs> Things you shouldn't say to a child. Oh man, there's so many. You're <sighs> you were adopted. I was thinking that, but then my sister told me that my whole life. So like, <laughs> <laughs> things you shouldn't say to a child. <laughs> I'm my brain is suddenly blinking. I'm trying like I could. I'm getting overwhelmed with everything my yeah, mother said so to me. Possibilities, <laughs> and I was like, what am I doing? And then I was like, and then, so like, sometimes I make movements and then do you ever make movements? And then you think to yourself, like, what the fuck was that? That was stupid. Yeah. All the time. That was so weird. I did something with my lip in the last clip and I was like, why did I do that? And, but you know what I, I did my lip. How did I move it that way? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm on a reality TV show. Like that's what happens. I'm like, the cameras are on you and th- right now they are on me. So, Hi. so I think about like, if I was on a reality TV show, what do I do when I'm just sitting there at my house? I'm literally like this on the couch <laughs> and I would never do that on reality TV. I would yeah. literally be like, <laughs> I'm just, ca- you know what I'm saying? So, um, just Sorry, casually I just, chic. I, I just had that moment and I like, I'm out of myself. I was like, what'd you just do? See, that's what happens behind the scenes. What? We freak out about like stuff that we're putting out, like it's a high a pressure on us. You oh, know? the anxiety! <sighs> These little hash pieces. It just sounded like I 
my mouth queefed because what's a mouth queef? A burp? No, I think it's a mouth queef. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> a moif. Yeah, a moif. I this. What has this stony baloney been? I felt no, it was good, a queef. Um, the question was, what do high people say? So this is what they say. <laughs> we <could> like. Oh. <laughs> and that was my, two girls, one blood. I just we had no one more. I want to keep playing. Okay. <laughs> and then, I've been holding on to this one for a while. Okay. I actually haven't. Um, He's still things, holding. Things you don't want in your poop shoot. What's a poop shoot? Like my butt? Yeah. A hamster. We all know there's... Okay. I would not want a hamster in my poop shoot. <laughs> but there's a myth around it. Do you believe it? That people actually have put hamsters in their yes. butt before? You think that's a thing? They put hamster. I would not yes. put it past people. People have dogs lick their butts and fuck their dogs. I don't know. People are weird. No, their hamster thing's real. There's so many nurse... Like people who are nurses who said that they like, yeah, there were gerbils up their ass. One time I, re- I ah! heard a story of this person who they, it was like a Tinder date and they went back to their apartment and there was just pictures of his gerbil everywhere. Like the whole house was covered in pictures of his gerbil, like shrining to his gerbil. And then, oh, then he yeah. put the gerbil up his butt. While they were fucking in there, and it was, yeah. How do you get it out? Something like that. Dude, I don't know. It crawls out. Uh, how does it get in there? How does it stretch out? That's my worst How nightmare. does it not suffocate? That is my worst nightmare. How, the gerbil going in, how does it not suffocate? Or does the gerbil suffocate, and then you fish it out by the tail? Oh, uh, man. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, no. I, I heard oh, on a no. TV show, they put the gerbil in a condom, and then just, like, tie a knot at the end of the condom and pull it out. Stop. Yeah. But when Wait, I tried it, but I how does the, how doesn't does the sphincter squish the hurt <laughs> the hamster? Do you hear him? He said he. Well, I tried it. I killed the gerbil. <laughs> you killed the gerbil. You, it was way too tight. He what can tr- I say? He tried to sneak that in. <laughs> Mickey's got a tight little booty hole. No. Oh, I, I said, feel like he like has that? a loose one. You know I mean? Oh, I'm taking a dirty amount of shits. Mickey, before. you how? I remember one time I was pooping. I was like, damn, I'd never. I'm, no, no, no. The opposite, actually. I was taking a shit. I was like, I could definitely take a dick in the ass after this. Yeah. Have you, you know when you shit a log and, and you just... why they say it's a spectrum. When you yep. sh- and I'm on the autistic spectrum. <laughs> okay. You know when you poop like a big, a big turd out and you just look at it and you're like, I did that. <laughs> Dude, I wanted to start sending you pictures. I haven't had any good poops since I we agreed to that. I've had so many. And I'm like, I look at it and I'm like... <laughs> I don't want to send her that. <laughs> I feel like I've had diarrhea for a month straight. So I was just like, I don't want to subject her to that. <laughs> I'm not proud of this shit. <laughs> Except one time, <laughs> one time I did have diarrhea and it was like a child's dribble castle at the beach. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that, I and pictured that. I pictured that. It was literally, and I was like, wow, I could have started moving my... It's like kinetic sand. Yeah, oh. I started moving my butt around, and then all of a sudden, it's like a full castle. <laughs> and I'm like, look what I made. Wait, there's somebody out there who does that, but makes art. Uh, yeah. There's somebody out I, what there. If I sold, what if I just made myself have diarrhea and sold my dribble castle Vomit. shits on only Vomit. <laughs> what if we invented... The... <laughs> Finish it. Vagina <laughs> jars that are look like vaginas, where you put your weed in and it's smell proof. Ooh. And then marketed those. Or it smells like um, it. We. It smells like girls' copper. pussy. Yeah, it just smells like <laughs> copper and nickels. <laughs> Nothing wrong with the coppery. It pussy smells out. like a summer's eve wipe. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we have summer's eve. We have a vagisil option. Um, yeah. And oh then my god! We have like Vicks vapor we have, rub. We have BV after he came in you. <laughs> his um, and then there's one that's like labeled his hand soap, and it's just when you go in to give yourself a bird bath. Yeah. Guys, yeah. I really think bath. like we just came up with a thing. Girls bird bath themselves. If you don't know, we go into your bathroom before we hook up. We take some of your hand soap. We bird bath, and some of them put their. Thank pussy. you for connecting. I am the virtual assistant for Margaret Smith with the. <laughs> What the Why f- did that come through so clear? I think I'm connected. 
connected via Bluetooth to, oh the, my God. to the roadcaster. Wait, because I did hear your, your TikTok go on the other I thought I was just hallucinating. I thought you were I holding the mic. I was like, it's not in my headphones. I thought I was hallucinating too. I was like, why did I hear that so loudly? Wait, so we can make prank calls. We can't. Oh. 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 Let's call, call someone somebody right, right now. now. Should we star six, seven oh, dominoes? Yeah. Wait, do you have to leave? Uh, what time is it? I'll give it 15 minutes. We can. All right, let's yeah. call prank call dominoes. Okay. Domino's Wait, number. I'll get the number and then you star six, seven it. <laughs> Wait, I'm a professional prank caller. They probably have a, a, a um, unknown caller block really? for dominoes. Your best chance is calling like a local market Chinese restaurant. I used to spend a lot of time doing prank calls. <laughs> what if we called like um, an esthetician place and we're like, is it okay if we come in with poop on our buttholes? <laughs> I, <laughs> like, is it okay if there's a little Wait, dookie did there? You, did you see that TikTok too? No. I sent you a TikTok of a lady, like a esthetician or whoever does waxing. Oh, I did see that. And that they see people's shit on their butt cheeks when they lift their ass cheek up to do a a wax there's literal poop on people's butt cheeks still you guys don't wipe the baby wipes before you go yeah or take a shower i'll get a second pair of underwear so like right before i go and i have a fresh clean of under like clean underwear i use like a fucking wipe or whatever i shower before god just fucking dirty ass people all right all right, one more. <laughs> These are tangents. One more. One more things. Okay. I thought, it's been so long, I thought that was last episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is going well. Things you do on a boat. Shake some ass, ho. Cheat on your boyfriend. Just kidding. Cut. Damn. <laughs> damn. Oh, damn. I was hoping we would incriminate ourselves. I was last just say thinking, something like I thought of just like, Molly. literally, I was thinking when Antonio came on, he was like, don't oh, trust yeah. your girl. So it's not that I'm doing that, but oh, I like yeah. making jokes. Yeah. About uh-huh. toxicity. Uh-huh. Yeah. Noted. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, that was stony baloney. We were clearly very stoned. The hash 10 out of 10, 10 will out of 10. do right now. We will keep these and we're going to use those. Yeah. I want to use those I love to smoke those. now. Hey, wait, do we, I still have the cap. Yeah, we, do. we can just bring them with us. Yeah, everywhere. Everywhere we go. And just pack it. Yeah. I'll be taking hits in your mom's pussy. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> That's the first time I've ever seen Jamie get stumped like that. She's like, Emily, <laughs> Jesus Christ. What the fuck? Cannot compute. Because usually I say the most fucked up shit. And then I literally was just so confused. I was like, okay. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram. I don't like, want to have to say it twice. <laughs> Becky, now go get me a beer. Listen. And pull out your phone and get on Instagram. Follow two girls, one blunt. If we don't have 10% of 600,000, I don't even know what that is. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I can't is. do math. Followers on Instagram by tomorrow. I'm. You're done. Becky. You're done. <laughs> you, better, you get your ass you, in the kitchen. You get your ass in the kitchen, Becky, and make me a sandwich. <laughs> now, go get, now go get Big Papa one of those bears. <laughs> or you're going you're gonna to catch these hands. <laughs> When Jamie gets going with this voice, you know she's fucked up. She's done. Like, she's done. <laughs> You're going to catch these hands, Rebecca. <laughs> it's worse than her Russian voice. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about, Emily? <laughs> Go back to calling me a Ford F-150. Listen, <laughs> And that's what it feels like to drive Ford F-250. <laughs> I've been saying Ford F-150 this whole time. Well, that's because you got big pussy lips and a big mouth. Oh, Bye. That was great. Love you. Follow me on Instagram. At the Jamie Lee Show. That's, that's, that wasn't me, the guys. That wasn't me. That was Jamie. No. 
who's talking? I don't know. <laughs> Good night, Moon. <sighs> you got a hole. Ow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I just ripped Cracky. Her. It's a wild, <laughs> Jamie. Your whole eyelash out. I thought it was on your... Oh, no. I thought it was on your thing. It was all the way down here. Guys. I think it was a real one. I felt My- it pull. <laughs> My lash extensions are getting rough, so we gotta go. All right, bye. Bye, love you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>